Paul Giampanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. This is the show where we pick a music-related topic, then we watch video clips about that topic, and if you go to musicraygun.com, you can check out our video playlist to watch all the clips we talk about. Isn't that right, Kirk? It's very right. Kirk, it's summertime! Whee! It's summer! Yay! I mean, technically, it's not... Yes. Tech, uh, scientific science. There's nerds going, um, actually. Excuse me, it's later in June. Um, the stars and um, the sun. But <laughs> it's after Memorial but Day. But who cares? Yeah. Yes, it's after Memorial Day. Yep. The TV seasons have ended. School's out. <laughs> I like that. That's how we determine Those it. are the markers. That's true. Memorial Day, Labor Day. Yep. School's out, school's in. That's very true. TV season ends. New fall TV season begins. Yep. That's right. That's how the, I always Those say. are the markers. Yes. And as... As the wise men in Insane Clown Posse once said, I don't want to hear from a scientist. Y'all motherfuckers lying and getting me pissed. <laughs> wow. So it's summer. It's summer. Even though it's the beginning of June. Yes. It's summer. We're saying it's summer. And that's why for this grab bag episode, which is our every 10 episodes, we do an unthemed episode. Mm-hmm. This is a themed, unthemed our episode. Our first themed, unthemed. Yeah. It doesn't have a theme, but it kind of does, because the theme is summer. Yes. It makes sense. It totally works. Don't tell us it doesn't make sense. You get it, guys. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. I find it funny that we're doing a summer-themed episode, but neither one of us really care that much about summer. Oh, yeah. I don't. Summer's my least favorite <laughs> I agree. Season. It is. Mine, too. Yeah. Too hot. It's too hot. Summer is a time. Most people, I think, are like vacations. You get to go outside. Pool parties. Yeah. Clam bakes, I guess, because I'm from New England. <laughs> uh, yeah. For me, summertime is draw the shades, <laughs> turn on the air conditioner, yeah. hide inside. Don't go anywhere yeah. till, well, in LA, don't go anywhere till November. I mean, granted, that's my default state anyway. <laughs> if it was even January, it would yeah. be the same thing. Hide inside, draw yeah. the shades. Um, but yeah, summer is, summer is to be endured. I That is very well said. I yeah. do feel that way. Um, I just don't care about it. Anymore. Mm. I, you know, I don't care about the weather for it. I'm much more of a fall and spring and winter guy. Yeah. Um, so that's what I think. But although I will say that, though, I think the thing about summer is, though, there's always a summer song. There's always that. There's only, usually a summer jam. And there's yeah. never really, there's never like, oh, that was the winter jam. It's, yeah. You know. And I'm sure I'm not a monster. I have a lot of fond summer memories. Yes. Mostly from childhood, because that's when summer matters. Exactly. School's out. Exactly. That's when you go on vacation and all those other things. Yep. And you're innocent. You don't know that life sucks. <laughs> you don't know that. So you're happy about that. You're going to be beaten down. Right, right. You're yeah. not worn down to a nub emotionally. <laughs> exactly. So you enjoy the summer. Yeah. And certain music maybe reminds you of things from summer. Exactly. Which, which is, for me, that's what this episode mostly Yeah. Is. I know you yeah. tend to be more autobiographical yes. with your picks. Um, I'll have a little of that, too. But oh. yeah, the summer theme is just... Whatever we interpreted it to be, it's still a grab bag. Yes. It's but but under a... a a light umbrella of a theme. It's yes. an umbrella with holes in it. Yes. <laughs> exactly. That yeah. you won't protect you from the sun. Yeah. Uh, I thought for this one we'd go in chronological order. Ooh, interesting. So we're going to do one of my clips first. All right. It's from 1958. Okay. I wonder if it's going to be... What do you want to guess? That song that's... It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime. No, and I'm not sure what you're talking about. <laughs> that sounds like an ad jingle. It is, but it's uh, like... it's. It, I think it was on... Um, I think I know from Stand By Me, the movie Stand By Me. I think it was in there. Oh, okay. No, uh, we're going to watch a clip from a movie that we've watched clips from before. It's the movie Jazz on a Summer's Day 
Remember when we watched Anita O'Day singing oh, at the yeah. Newport Jazz Festival yes. in 1958? Yes. I got another clip from that movie. Oh, excellent. Uh, so this is Thelonious Monk. Oh, yes. Doing Blue Monk at the start of the oh. day at the 1958 Newport Jazz Festival. And oh. part of the reason why I chose this clip, aside from the fact that it's just an awesome-looking movie and obviously an awesome-sounding movie, is... Um, at that Newport Jazz Festival that year, the Newport yachting races were going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. So the filmmakers filmed that too, and intercut footage of like yacht racing oh. with the music, which is which is very sad. <laughs> yes. Now this is from my home state of Rhode Island. Yes. And I think for a certain type of person or a certain portion portion of the population, Rhode Island brings. Newport to mind and like yeah. mansions and yacht races and that very Tony sort of upper crust yes. aristocratic New England thing, which is not my experience at all. I spent hardly any time in at, in Newport and I've never even seen a yacht. <laughs> so this is not my life experience. Yeah. But it's awesome. I think it's going to be very pleasing. Yeah. And it's Thelonious Monk. Yeah. Who's fantastic. Oh, it is really shot well. One of yeah. the complete originals of music a man who it's nice crisp color footage yes. of the 50s a man which, who thinks his music oh, and the people who are there all look great so people cool. still Just dressed up to do exactly things. wearing cool glasses yeah. we can't describe them exactly as daring because and because they're dressed so well the audience you oh, go yeah. wait is this summer or is it spring right they're, they're like there are people wearing suits and ties even though it's August yeah. or whatever because if this were you know 1999, there would be, you know, cargo shorts on. Yeah. I feel like the audience at the Newport Jazz Festival, even now, is still probably a little, a little, a little nicer than Maybe even the folk some, festival. Wearing some linen. Yeah. Some, uh, some boat shoes. There we go. Nice. Get that guy drone on. Also at music festivals, apparently they used to provide seating. Imagine that. Yeah, you'd have to stand on the lawn. Oh, this is a good song. I like Blue Monk. Everybody's so subdued. Yeah, because people used to behave themselves. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You'd sit and listen and appreciate. And and take it in. Yeah. You're going to shout woo over (laughs) Thelonious Monk. I could be like, two straight, no Jason. <laughs> this is one of those you've mentioned this many times before, yeah. like nostalgic for a time that you weren't in. Yeah, it's like how great would it be to be here at this time? Yeah, because these are people like my grandparents' age, but they're all so hip. Yeah, they look they really great. Are. Oh, they look all look amazing. Yeah. And then we just get some shots of Newport in summer. <laughs> some guy in a yacht. Mm-hmm. A little uh, schooner, maybe? I'm going to just throw that out. I don't know anything about Either boats. Either do I, but I figured, why not just call it a schooner? I have been on sailboats. Not yachts, but sailboats. Um, I don't even know the difference. Because yachts aren't necessarily like luxury yachts the way we think you of rich douchebags. Yeah. yeah, these are racing yachts. Yeah. Now is Providence landlocked? No, there's like a river through okay. Providence, and yeah. Terrific 
I mean, Rhode Island, the state, isn't truly an island. No. No. Uh, I just wondered, the city itself, is it by is it by a bay or... A river. river okay. Yeah. I love how, like, there's people on the yachts, and I guess they're watching the concert? I don't think the two things happen in tandem. Okay. The documentary maybe makes it seem that it way, the way it's it juxtaposing them. Yeah. But, yeah. It's just cool footage. Yeah. This is also good jazz summer music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it feels like a summer song. This clip is all very summer. Yes. And jazz normally is something like, I don't like to listen to jazz during the day. I think it's nighttime music. I can understand that. There's yeah. some jazz that I would rather listen to at night. There's some jazz I'd rather listen to when it's cold out. Yeah. 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 But I this, this still does make sense to me. Yeah. Though, even though it's very daytime and very outdoors. Yes. Which both seem antithetical to jazz to me. Yeah. It's like, I want to be in a basement club. Yes. In a room filled with cigarette smoke after midnight. Yes. It's a little crowded. Yeah. A little dank and funky. Right. But, uh... But this, this still works. This works. Yeah. This is like, I, I'm not saying this uh, to be a bit, I'm like, you go for a glass of wine. Oh, yeah. It's to, just a... But white wine. A white wine. It's summer, you know, I'm outside. A, a Pinot Grigio. Yeah. You know. I guess. You already lost me in terms of, <laughs> in terms of knowing about wine. <laughs> Beyond red and white. <laughs> yes. I was being a foodie jag. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to explain at the beginning of this clip, I'm uncultured. <laughs> I'm a culturally obtuse oaf. <laughs> yeah. Although, actually, one thing I would have liked to have learned is, like, sailing stuff. Like, really? Like, tying those ropes off and, and uh, spinning that wheel thing around. Turn and like port? Port starboard? Or? I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't even know what that stuff means. I know zero about it. No, but it no. seems a wicked cool thing to know about and be able to do. To spout off about, yes. Yeah, but it just, it takes money. Yeah. Who has any of that? Who wants to waste the time <laughs> Right. Yeah, even if I had it, I wouldn't yeah, actually exactly. spend it on that. No. Uh, okay, next clip is yours. As oh, we jump yes. ahead to the seven, 70s, early yes. 70s. Very early 70s. I think 73, if I'm not mistaken. This is Cool and the Gang doing Summer Madness. Mm-hmm. This is way early Cool and the Gang. Like, they are, you'll see it and you're like, wow, they're babies yeah um this was before more like, funky less disco-y yes and yeah. this was even before you'll hear it and you're like oh my god this like it doesn't sound like jungle boogie or hollywood swinging mm-hmm. even is this uh, a, do i i don't know this song by name do i know this song it's an instrumental and you will know it when you hear it and i will tell you why which is the reason why i played because it. it was sampled in something yes okay and you'll know immediately and uh this is uh them on soul train soul train yes this is so smooth Oh, is it smooth? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, is this going to be Summertime by Fresh yes. Prince? And- yeah, they sampled it. I can already kind of yeah. hear it coming. Yeah, yeah, and you'll hear that noise. That yeah, comes I know this song. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I find this fascinating. A, because... There, here it is. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. So yeah, they sampled Summer Madness for Summertime, and this to me really feels like summer. It's kind of hot night. Yeah, yeah. You're just like out on the out on the porch, and you're like, I'm not moving. Uh, this isn't the fantasy of summer. This is the reality <laughs> yes. of summer, where it's sticky. It's sticky, and, but yeah. you're like, I'm just gonna live in it. Right. And yeah, I mean, they're so young looking in this tune. This is before they really, really broke big. Yeah. Um, 
but to me, this is the song that uh, the R&B station in Cleveland, the DJ would talk over, like every night, like at a, like, oh, the bed music? Yeah, like, the bed music, yeah. Welcome to the quiet store. Welcome to the quiet store. Like, yes, it's time for pillow talk. <laughs> and, and they would, and the guy would just sit there and, and bullshit for right. this whole song. Because it's an instrumental song. Because it's instrumental. Yeah. But they would do it every night, uh, and not just in the summer. Gotcha. So this is what it makes me think of. Yeah. Yeah. And this is also they're in they're in um, uh, uniforms in this one a bit. You know they didn't they dressed the like early on. Yeah, they, they quickly awesome. abandoned that. Yeah. But it's pre disco, so it's not like it's not all sequins and, exactly. and spangles and spandex. Yes. yes. They're wearing suits. Yes. And big bow ties. Mm-hmm. And this was before their lead singer, uh, J.T. Taylor, came in. So this is way early. Wait, so was was it all instrumental music, you mean? It was a a majority of it. And they didn't have a a real lead singer. Yeah. Until they were like, I bet you we make more money if we do disco and pop, soul, and get a really good-looking singer. (laughs) It was a a funk band. You know, even like Hollywood Single and Jungle Boogie, there's not a lot of singing in it. Yeah. I love that keyboard sound, and I want to say, is that a Moog? No. Is a Moog different? Yeah, I, I don't think that's a Moog. I'm not sure what a Moog li- looks like, but yeah. I think it's more complicated. And oh, I think you're right. That does look smaller. Yeah. yeah. And you'll see in the back, uh, that's Robert Cool Bell right there on the bass. Yeah. Looking way he looks, he looks like he's 14 years old. <laughs> exactly. Like he's in school and got this gig this now. Yeah. Yeah. Also, not the most danceable song in the world, but no. those soul train dancers are giving it their they're all. They're like, we're just going to move. They're, they're on TV. I'm, I'm sure the director's like, just move. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to jump ahead again. Now to the 80s. <gasps> this is exciting. This is your clip, 1984. Yes. Again, yeah. you will know this song, even though you don't know this song. Uh, oh, I think I know this song. Okay. Yeah. And you'll know what it's sampled from. Yeah. Uh, this is the world famous Supreme Team with Hey DJ. I, I think I know the song Hey DJ, although I don't recognize the name of the group. World's oh. famous Supreme Team. Yeah, yeah. they they're a one hit wonder uh, out of Jersey. They were DJs at a radio station, and uh, somehow got hooked up with Malcolm McLaren. Yeah. And Malcolm McLaren's like, I need a rap song, and they're like, Okay. So Malcolm <laughs> McLaren flew him out to London, and they came up with Hey DJ. And you'll hear it and you'll be like, God, it feels like... I can't remember... I'm going to go ahead and say this is a summer song. I Just for you? Or, or you're saying it came out in summer? I can't remember if yeah. it came out in summer, but it feels so summery that in my brain, it's a summer song. That's all that matters because yeah. this, this theme is very loose. Because we do what we so want. So all that matters is that in, in your head, in my it feels head. like it's summer. Yes. And I think once you hear it, you're going like, oh yeah, this feels like it. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, do you recognize this? Yes, but I can't place it. Would you like me to tell you the big sample? No, give me a give me a minute because okay. it might hit me. And I mean, there there's a Pac-Man in the video game. <laughs> in, the, in the video, it's fantastic. Is it Biggie? No. No. Just tell me. 
uh, Mariah Carey's Honey. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, she like took the whole thing. Yeah. A couple of other, it's been sampled a, quite a bit yeah. from other people. I can't remember which uh, off the top of my head. <laughs> um, so then, it, but this, she just took it. Apparently she's like, I love this song. Yeah. And it came out and I always wanted to do a song. She took uh, Genius of Love from Tom Tom Club. Yeah. Also yeah. to do. Um, fantasy. Uh, yeah, fantasy. fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. But these guys never really had another song. But I just remember in my head, this is like hearing this on a boombox at like the rec center pool. Yeah. Just yeah. all summer, like just in the afternoon. And that's what this makes me feel. Yeah, I can, I can, I don't have the personal association, but I can conjure that image. Yeah, yeah, it just feels like it. It feels like a song yeah. that is just booming from cars for an entire summer. Yeah. I also remember at this time, and I didn't put it on because now I realize that the song sucks. Whoa. Around this time, and I know for fact this was a summer song, uh, Every Breath You Take. Oh, sure. It yeah. was a summer song. It was played all the time. Yeah. And I remember going, that doesn't feel like a summer song, but I know it was a summer song. And I mean, then, it still is in, in the way that it's like a wedding song now. Yeah. Which is yeah. ironic. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't know this was uh, Malcolm McLaren actually produced this at the time. I just found that out during research. Yeah. yeah. Then you got really early break dancing in it, which is great. <laughs> like this sound just does not exist in hip hop anymore. It's no, just, yeah, it's not a thing. It's just, it's evolved too much. But yeah, yeah. This is very first wave. Yeah, still figuring it out. Yeah, there's still like, is it a thing? Is yeah. it a novelty? This is kind of a novelty song, a little bit. Uh, I mean, it was all novelty at that yeah, point. Yeah, that's a good point. But it's not, you know. Yeah. It's not cheesy. No, no. This was actually a, a big hit. Yeah. And it does remind me of Genius of Love, and maybe it's just the Mariah Carey association mm-hmm. in my head that's linking them, but... It's got a very similar rhythm to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I can see if she, if she liked one that she would have yeah, liked the other. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's have another one of yours. Oh. And now we're into the '90s and talking about music that I remember when it actually when it came out. Oh, Although man. I don't think of this as a summer song so much as a just year-round classic, <laughs> year-round banger. Yeah, this is uh, I, I have a vivid, vivid summer memory of this. This yeah. is TLC's "Baby, Baby, Baby." I mean, everything on Ooh on the TLC tip is. I love the first album. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Um, this I th- I love this song yeah. so much, and this this is a summer one where I'm just like I heard this everywhere, everywhere. I the one that I remember hearing the most at the time was "What About Your Friends." And that came that was like the third. That single. was the single after this one. Yes, was because "Ain't Too Proud to Beg" was That's like right. spring. Yeah, and then summer became "Baby, Baby, Baby," and then it became "What About Your Friends." Um, about your friends. Okay, well, yeah. let's listen to "Baby, Baby, Baby." Yes. Yeah. Uh, T-Buzz. I, I, I like T-Buzz. I know you are. I, I, I ride for Chili. Chili, yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah. 
I I mean, even the, this is this is the most nostalgic song for me for the night. Yeah, it just I it just puts me in a time and place. You would I, have been like what twenty one? I was twenty two. Had just graduated college, and I was uh, living in Atlanta with my brother and my best friend. Yeah, uh, waiting tables at Ruby Tuesdays, playing basketball and drinking beer. Nice. And that was my summer. And I already knew I was going to move to Chicago uh, in that fall. So this was just kind of like a this brief. Is the soundtrack to that? Yes, this is the soundtrack. And this is Summer like, 92. Summer 92. Just driving around in my car yeah. wherever I went playing this song. Now let me let me go back. Summer 92. I just graduated. Fourth grade. <laughs> was uh, it really fourth? Just, yeah. Oh my God. I, I was uh, hoping at least you'd be in middle school. No. I oh would have been God. nine that summer. Wow. Uh, and so I just remember spending the summer with my boys, you know, <laughs> drinking grape sodies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> listening to TLC. So fourth grade then, TLC was registering with you. It wasn't later that you're like, oh, there's TLC. Yeah. No, okay. that was the time in my life when I was listening to Top 40 Radio. Okay, so yeah. knew what was up. This was that was awesome. also, by the way, the summer that I went to that concert where all those wild acts played on the same bill. That was fourth grade? It was the summer after fourth grade. It was the summer of 92. Oh, my God. TLC probably should have been on that bill, but I... So you were going weren't. into fifth grade when you saw that concert? Yeah. That's crazy. I was nine that summer. Wow. This is my favorite part because it's chilly. Well, she's the sexy one. Yeah. Crazy, sexy, and cool. Crazy, cool. But yeah, this was always my favorite hook of the song. <laughs> yeah, and there was... Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Bridge. There was that, definitely that, oh, I'm going to meet her and we're going to date. <laughs> that was really... Wait a minute. Way. That would have made sense for me because I was nine. <laughs> no, I was you were a 22-year-old, grown-ass man. Yeah, and I was like... No, no, no. We're going to meet and we're going to date. Here's a dumb question. Sure. Where TLC from? What they think they're from Atlanta. Atlanta? Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's Jermaine Dupree, I thought, was... Uh, well, Pebbles discovered them or signed them. Okay. She was an R&B singer with Babyface. But I think Jermaine Dupree might have found them or two. Um, but I thought they were from Atlanta. Yeah, I love it. It's got that 90s thing of like big baggy clothes, yep. lots of bold color, yes. colors, prints, and color blocking, and it just looks so 1992. So, and they're so just charming and confident. And this is their yeah. second video. It's, they're just, and they're already pros. Yeah. Uh, I could see the love for, for T-Boss. You see it. That's my kind yeah. of, yeah. Just that like... Aggressive confidence. Yes. The, yeah. She's got that gravel yeah. in her voice. Yep. It's funny too because um, I look at I look at this now and I'm like, oh my god, everyone's just so young, and I'm like, oh no, they're probably a little older than me now. In yeah, this video, yeah. Which is like weird for me to process because <laughs> I just know this as being 22. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah, was. Like, just has that attitude of like. Don't, like, try to make any decisions, because I will very clearly direct you as to what to do. You'll know because I tell you so. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I like her. Yep. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. This also, for me, has that vibe of, I'm never going to be old. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be young forever. There is no such thing as aging. Because I'm 22 and that's where I was. I mean, to be fair, you have done well at keeping yourself young and healthy. <laughs> yes. 
I mean, you're you're 12 years older than me, technically, but I'm 12 years older than you, like physically. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you slammed yourself, that's very nice. <laughs> um, yeah, not much left eye in that track, though. No, that's a that's a no. left eye light song. Yeah, she's probably just singing backup. Really? Yeah, but that yeah. makes sense for you because you're a chili fan. Exactly. Like that focuses on chili. Oh yeah. All right, let's do one of mine. Uh, I think we've mentioned in passing the grind before. I know you know what oh, the I grind is. Oh, I fucking know the grind. I watched the grind. Of course, I'm, I watched the grind too. Of course, that was see now you watching the grind makes sense because of your age. Me watching the grind, you're like, what are you doing, dude? Well, you were a dancer, though. Yes. I wasn't a yeah. dancer. I was but, just a kid who watched MTV. And, and so, also, it was also very sexy. Yes. When you are pubescent and hard up. Yeah. And dance shows on MTV are pretty hot. <laughs> yes. And also just good music. Oh, yeah. It was great. Uh, so, The Grind, for anyone who doesn't know, was the successor to Club MTV. Which I like more, but that's okay. Again, makes sense for yeah. our ages that yes. you like prefer Club MTV. Course, and I yes. barely remember Club yeah. MTV and... Downtown Julie Brown. Yeah, she's better than, than the grind's Eric Nice. Eric, yeah, for Eric, yes. Eric Nice, I'm sorry. Eric Nice from the first season of The Real World. Yes. Who was the breakout star of the first yes. season of The Real and World. And not a bad dancer, actually. Yeah. I mean, he could kind of move. Good looking dude, yeah. lots of charisma. Looked great with his shirt off, which was important for the grind. Yes. Uh, it was just a dance show. Yeah. Sort of like a soul train. They yes. Play the hits yeah. and attractive young people would dance to them. Yes. And you'd watch it on your TV. Yes. Because why not? That's yeah. what TV is for. That's what watching MTV. stuff. That's what MTV was for. Right. Uh, but the clip we're going to watch is from a very particular week in a very particular year. All right. This would have been May of 1994, so 25 years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. And this episode of The Grind was used to promote a very particular movie who just had its 25th anniversary last weekend. That was a movie called The Flintstones. <laughs> I never in a million years thought that's what it was going to be. Now that <laughs> I was in my head going, what cool... Right, because movie. why would The Grind... Promote the Flintstones. That would be insane. <laughs> yes. And it is. So the clip we're going to watch right now is of the Bedrock Grind. Oh, boy. Where Eric and everyone are dressed up in their oh, Bedrock no. costumes. Oh, no. So but it's actually like a compilation of clips from this episode. And every time he introduces the song, it just sort of skips ahead to the end of the song and then gets back to him like... Promoting the movie and showing oh, things. This is going to be great. So it just kind of goes through the whole episode really quickly, but it actually skips over all the music. But you hear the beginning and end of each song, so it's also a great overview of songs from Spring of. Oh, 94. that's great! I can't. This is going to be great. Yeah, the bedrock grind with Eric Nees like barely giving a shit about promoting <laughs> this dumb movie. I'm sure he's like, I can't believe I have to do this. Which, even at the time, at nine years old, I was like, I don't need to see that. Yeah, no. I, that was a joke when it came out. Yeah. Oh my god. This will be... But it was... Oh, they're all dressed. Take the hottest movie of the summer <laughs> and the hottest dance show on TV and what do you get? The Bedrock Oh boy. Rock. That's <laughs> right. We're at Zuma Beach Cali Party until Friday when Steven Spielrock's The Flintstones is released. Oh, boy. Steven Spielrock. Remember? Because The Flintstones yes. had all sorts of Stone Age puns uh, in it. I mean, 
I, I almost go, poor Eric Neese, that they're like, no, you have to say that. I mean, The Flintstones is just the peak of, like, dumb movies that studios make because they think people will want to see them and then force it down your throat with all sorts yeah. of promotion. And, and no one cares. I literally have not thought about that movie <laughs> until you just brought it up tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Dinosaur, which was, now was. We got 100% love from Crystal Waters. Oh, damn. Hell yeah. With Warren G and Nate Dogg. But right now, let's get this beach vibe going with Ace of Base. I hate Ace of Base. Oh, do you? Yeah. I mean, you... Well, I know you hate ABBA. Yeah. But with Ace of Base, I felt like you could go either way. No, I hate... I hate them. All right. I like Oh, them. God. I bet you I watched this. It, was, it wasn't always on the beach, was it? No. In my mind, in the when summer I think it of went it, on yes, the beach. when it was, or, or, or spring break. Yes. Yeah, and then otherwise it was in the studio. He's got like a little toy club, yeah. like the, the Flintstones he, He's club. got the loincloth. He's got a loincloth, yeah. And, yeah, and all, even all the dancers are wearing there. Which is just... But they're not sexy loincloths because they look like the Flintstones outfits, so they're yeah. just like big and they're, bulky. They're just goofy. Yeah. Here, at Bedrock, right here. This next artist was also a cartoon at one time on television, but I don't think there's any plans for making a movie. But if they were going to make a what? movie, he could definitely star in it. Wait, Have a man. Wait, yeah, wait, let's try that again. Yeah, wait, Eric. Are you where wearing those cue cards? Or what What was that? Are you on ecstasy? Movie here at Bedrock, right here. This next artist was also a cartoon at one time on okay. television, mm. but I don't think there's any plans for making a movie. That literally makes no sense. Yeah. Hammer. No, he's talking about Hammer because they're doing Pumps and a Bump. I love Pumps and a Bump. Yeah, I know. We've talked about yeah. Pumps and a Bump and the Funky Head Hunter yeah. before. But he was saying Hammer yes. used to be a cartoon. Which is true. Hammer Man. Yeah. It was a Saturday morning cartoon yeah. show where he had magic talking shoes. Yes. And they're not making a Hammer Man movie. No. Because that would be dumb. That would be stupid. But if they were... Guess who could play Hammerman? Probably fucking MC Hammer because he's. Oh, Hammer. I'm sorry, not MC Hammer because Hammer. this is Funky Head Humber- yeah. Hunter, so he's, he's just, just Hammer. Hammer, right? Yes, but that was so awkwardly put. Yes, and I'm sure well, was- Eric Nice wasn't hired for this job because of his talking skills. Hey, <laughs> look, I love Eric Nice and I love early Real World seasons. So uh, I am not dissing uh, Eric Nice. I, 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 I'll ride with Eric Nice. Everyone from the first yeah. cast, I'll always Heather. Yeah. Exactly. Norman. Yes. Becky. Yes. Eric. Yes. Others. <laughs> no. J- Julie. Julie. Yeah. He's doing trivia with the dancers. Uh, and they're just like, dude, we yeah. don't. No, actually, they got a girl to pretend to be into this. Oh, that only Fred and Barney saw? I can't remember know? the name. Does sure. anybody know? Is anybody out there now? Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. The Great Kazoo. Oh, yeah. The Great Kazoo. She's like, I'm from Gen X. Of course I know. I know things. Oh, I love that they're doing Was Not Was. I, I'm not a... I, I remember that song coming out. I was like, that's oh, a good song. Yeah. But I don't know anything else about them. Oh, my God. Mega 
He now I may be projecting, but the way he said that, he had some stank on it where he was like, sure to be a huge hit. Yeah. Like everyone just knew this movie is gonna yeah. be terrible. I and I'm sure they're like, <laughs> pump pump it up. Yeah. Let them know. Get excited about yeah. the, Get really, the John Goodman yeah. Rick Moranis Rick vehicle. Moranis. Elizabeth Perkins. Well, I, I mean Elizabeth Perkins. It's great. Crazy. It's and crazy. Rosie O'Donnell? And Rosie O'Donnell. Wow. Yeah. John Goodman is Fred, Rick Moranis as Barney, plus a great soundtrack featuring the B-52s, Us 3, Big Audio Dynamite, Us and three. There's a yeah, there. Us 3. Above the Rim soundtrack, here's Warren G and Nate Dogg. With uh, above the Rim, hell yeah. Hey, can we pause for a second? Yeah. Above the, here's Synergy, Above the Rim, uh-huh. basketball movie, uh-huh. uh, Eric Neese is in Above the Rim. Oh, is he? Yeah, he has a small role. In- he can I actually- like that he didn't like feel the need to mention that yeah. just now. He can Played ball. Cool. Like he can yeah. actually ball. Yeah. And he was a he's in the very beginning of the movie as kind of a basketball nemesis for like the first ten minutes. Oh, I got you. And then you don't see him again. And uh, fun fact, his dad was a former NBA ref. Oh. Yeah. Jack Neese. Yeah, he was big for a while. Like, he modeled for Calvin Klein, I think. And he had, did the grind. And he was on MTV for a while off of the back. I, of, uh, you know, because world. because we, we both obsess over the first season. I looked up what he does. I think he's like, he lives in Hawaii. Yeah, he just sort of was like... He's like a spiritual guy <laughs> yeah. who like eats uh, who does a very strict raw diet, right? And is like promotes like raw eating and stuff like that. Yeah, and just sort of lives his in in on Hawaii, just like he's just like an islander. Type yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. And and I'm gonna say a recluse, but that's too strong a word. No, no. Yeah, but yeah, different lifestyle. Different lifestyle from the grind. But I love how they're not they're not doing all the music themed to the Flintstones, just that one song. No, it's just that. We're, we're gonna do Walk the Dinosaur and then also Warren G. Like, yeah. <laughs> Warren G and then we'll do Pumps in a Bump. Yeah. I mean Walk the Dinosaur comes with a dance. There's Here's a, the thing, Walk yeah. the Dinosaur was like 88, 88, 89. So yeah. I'm like, well, this is a little... Uh, a little stale at this yeah. point. But they're like, what's the most recent dinosaur-themed exactly. hit song we can do? That's what they did. And it has a dance. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, I loved that song then. Yeah, that's a jam. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> that dude's holding a big fake bone. Yeah, they're like, just hold some bones. But they're on the beach. And you think it's fun, but you're like, oh, it's probably fucking high. Oh, yeah. Bam Bam. <laughs> yeah, Lalo, you got it. I wonder where Lalo is now. I don't know. Here's the thing about Lalo. Everyone is wearing these uncomfortable ass looking <laughs> bedrock yes. outfits. Lalo isn't participating at all. But he is wearing multiple layers yes. and looks hotter and more he uncomfortable than anyone looks else. looks great with like a jacket and a hat and yeah. long pants. But I'm like, dude, that's fall wear. He's that's on autumn. the beach in LA, he belongs in New York City on a rainy day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you know you're hot. And I'm not, re- I shouldn't be reading him because I never dress for the weather either, but he, he, lo- that's a heavy looking jacket. No, that's, he's, he's, he's quite warm. He's, yeah. he's overheated. Probably some studio lights too. I don't know how they light outdoors for the Yeah, I don't know either, but they had to, I'm sure they had to do some lighting. Yeah. 
That dude was wearing like khakis and a bust up Yeah, shirt. he was looking real 90s. We're giving you 100% pure bedrock here on the grind. <laughs> <laughs> pure bedrock. And we'll be here till then, so don't forget you gotta check it out. The Flintstones, this up and coming Friday. And we'll see you tomorrow, and we'll have a gay old time. No, they used the last They definitely line. made him have to say that. Yes, guaranteed. And here's the thing. I, I don't imagine Eric got like an extra... Like pay bonus no. for that episode for promoting no. it. No, no, that's just part of the MTV game. did. Oh yeah, but they were like, "Hey, Eric, here's what you're doing for this yes. episode." Yeah, it's like, God damn it! He's like, like, you can kind of tell he's not. Yeah, he's not in. You know, he's like, "This is corny as fuck." It's super corny. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's like, "Why can't we fucking promote above the rim?" Right. It's a, <laughs> it's a banger like, soundtrack, and I'm who, in it. Who? What young Gen Xer in 1994 who's like watching The Grind, or I guess it was more really they were targeting kids like me who were yeah. nine and ten year olds watching The Grind. Was, like, ooh, all these cool 20 year olds are going to go see The Flintstones. I should go see it too. Were The Flintstones even a thing at, at your age or was it, is that still a thing? Yeah, because The Flintstones were always on. Okay. In syndication. They had, okay. Because they yeah. were, in, I knew them from syndication. And they were before my time, and then I just thought, oh, yeah, it's from the '60s. Yeah, so I thought maybe they fizzled out by your generation, but I guess not. Nah, because when I was a kid, and I think kids now still get like Flintstones cartoons and Scooby Doo. And yeah, it's definitely Scooby Doo. Yeah. yeah, but I remember. I mean, that movie was, like I said, even at the time, I wasn't cynical yet. I was only nine years old, mm-hmm. but I remember it being heavily promoted. Oh yeah, and. I didn't care, and none of my friends cared. We were all like, this doesn't look good. You're like, you're like I'm not going to ask my mom this, to go see this. And to this day, I haven't seen that movie. I have not seen Not even on cable. I'm yeah, no. Yeah. It was a big no thank you. Yeah. America said no thank you <laughs> to the Flintstones movie. Well, I guess not, because they did make a sequel. but Oh, yeah, with Stephen Baldwin. Yeah, they re- yeah, it was all a different cast. Oh, boy. It was Jane Krakowski as Betty. Yeah. The lead was uh, Mark, the guy who plays King Robert Baratheon in the first season yes. of Game of Thrones, yes. was Fred. Yeah. And I can't remember who was... Um, Nor I. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Wilma. Wilma. I was going to say yeah. Wendy. So that's how much I don't <laughs> yeah. care about the first Also, story. Stephen Baldwin is Barney? That makes more sense than Rick Moranis. Yeah, that Barney's goofy and funny. I'm like, why? Had Baldwin, had, had Stephen Baldwin done Biodome yet at that point? Oh, God, maybe. I think maybe, he, maybe, maybe. it was off Biodome. Anyway, that was a 1994 flashback from the beginning of the summer. Now I'm going to take you to the end of the summer. More 1994 MTV nostalgia. All right. This is a clip from Woodstock 94. You remember Woodstock oh, 94? yeah, 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 yeah. It was the 25th anniversary yes. of Woodstock, so they did another Woodstock. Yes. Which, by the way, now Woodstock 94 is 25 years old. Oh, my God. Oh my god. It's as old as Woodstock was then. <laughs> oh Jesus, why do you say that? <laughs> yeah, this summer is the 50th anniversary of the original Woodstock. And as we record this, they were gonna do like a new like a Woodstock festival this summer and then it got canceled oh, a few wow. weeks ago. That's crazy. Yeah. But Woodstock ninety four was a big deal. At least for me as a kid watching MTV 
and wanting to be an adult and wishing I were there. I, if I recall, I remember going, oh yeah, that's a thing. Are there any bands I'm really interested to? I'm like, none, I didn't. I don't remember really hating any of the bands, but yeah. I was like, I don't know. I don't really. I think they brought back a lot of bands who were at the original. That's probably why I who didn't. I didn't know or care about at the time. Yeah. And then there were some new bands who I was excited about. Like probably in my mind, the most iconic performance was Green Days. Where oh, the okay. audience started throwing mud at yes. them and they started throwing it back and there was like that a was Woodstock 99 oh 94 it, yeah because okay. it yes. rained and it was like a muddy mess yes uh, but we're not going to watch that clip okay we're going to watch a clip that's very special to my heart because I love this song mm-hmm. I love this dumb dildo in this band <laughs> this is Porno for Pyros you know who Porno for oh, Pyros yeah. are oh yeah uh, Perry uh, Perry Farrell uh, who's the dumb dildo I, was the guy, just, I like Perry Farrell yes he was, it was after Jane's Addiction. Yes, Jane's Addiction broke up. And yeah. in the wake of Jane's Addiction's breakup, he formed Porno for Pyros, which is him and the drummer from Porno for Py- uh, from Jane's Addiction. Okay. And two other guys. Okay. Martin Lenoble is the bass player mm-hmm. who is notable for currently being married to Christina Applegate. Oh, wow. And I don't remember the guitar player's wow. name. I mean, yeah, I mean... Porn for Pirates is one of those I don't hate them they're just more not my radar they're also one of those weird things where beca- just because of my particular like you know how I didn't know about New Edition and, yeah. until they were I knew about Porno for Pyros before Jane's Addiction oh oh wow well no that makes sense because that's sort of when I was first becoming yeah. aware of alternative Jane's music Jane's Addiction was like early 90s right so, so when, really when Porno for Pyros got together in 93 it was like Perry Farrell from Jane's Addiction has a new band I'm like who but okay <laughs> and this was their Porno for Pyro's first big hit, which I still love to this day. It's called Pets. I bet you I recognize it. You probably recognize it. Uh, I like the music. Mm -hmm. It's a real chill vibe. I like the lyrics, which are sort of upsetting. Yeah. And uh, and this is them doing it summer 94 at Woodstock. All right. And I like this performance better than the studio version. Because you can hear the bass line better. But he, and then he also like talks to the crowd. He starts talking about aliens in the year two thousand seven. It's just Perry being Perry, so goofy. Yeah, and he was already in his late thirties at this point. Oh, was he, he just really? turned sixty? Oh my god! Yeah. Homosexuality, heterosexuality, bisexuality—we gotta mix it up. That's where we all love each other. Yeah, y'all purists, you're gonna die out anyway. That's what the you're song's about. If you listen to the lyrics of the song. It said, it's about basically saying, like, humans are all fucked up and we're destroying ourselves. Maybe the aliens will come and do a better job than we've done. We'll make great pets. Oh, okay. That's the chorus. We'll make great pets. Oh, I think, yeah, yes, yes, right? yes. Now I know this. Uh, so it's about being optimistic about, well, we should be the aliens' pets. They'll do better than we've done. <laughs> Which is not... Far off. Right. He's also rocking a real great 94 goatee, like yeah. a pencil thin goatee. So it's this weird combined message of peace and love, but also like fatalistic sense. Yeah, but also we suck. Yeah. Which is all very 94. Yes. Yeah, I know this song. Yeah, I love this song. Yeah. Now, afterwards, did you go back and discover Jane's Addiction, or were you never Yeah, like, sure. Okay. Yeah, the hits. I never did a deep dive, but... I really like Jane Says. I think that's a good song. Yeah, it is. I really like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I 
I mean, it's huge. It looks like Woodstock. Yeah. That's Martin Lenovo, Christina okay. Applegate's husband. Oh, okay. The bass really cuts through on this live version. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah. yeah. I remember this because my family used to go on vacation to New Hampshire the second week of August every year. Mm-hmm. And that year we were in New Hampshire when Woodstock was going on. So I remember oh, watching really? it on vacation. Where in New Hampshire? Newfound Lake. Okay. In Bristol, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is so 90s. Yeah. This is like... Yeah, see, now for me, this is me... This, is, this wasn't your type of music at the no, time. No, but, but this would be me in a bar in Chicago. Yeah. And someone plays this on the jukebox. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I, and I remember going, oh, yeah, it's Wonderful Times. Yeah. Because yeah. all my friends were into this, and all the people I did theater with were into Wonderful Times. Yeah, it's a good song. It's got that sort like, it's sort of mellow and relaxy, but also sort of melancholy, too. Yes. And I just like yeah. the vibe of it. It actually works in a bar. Yeah. And I just, this is just like, I just, now I'm just picturing just lining kugels and cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, I just, I remember seeing this, Woodstock 94, on MTV. Wow. I mean, they gave it a lot of coverage. Yeah. It's so funny, the, the difference, because like, I was aware of it, I didn't watch it. Yeah. You know, because I was I was out doing stuff. So I this would be something as opposed to like Live Aid, which I did watch because I was on fifteen. Right. Even at the time though, again, maybe I'm projecting backwards about how wise I was, but I, I remember kind of feeling like you it was just so commercialized, even the second one, you know, Woodstock yeah. 94 was like Tostitos presents Woodstock. <laughs> yeah. And it had that like it just felt that way. But I was I was only just getting into alternative music as a yeah. Well, I wasn't nine then. I would have been eleven that summer. Okay. Which um, that's a good time to get into this. I mean, ninety four is my favorite year. Yes. Eleven is such a great age, and like <laughs> I just have fond memories of nineteen ninety four. That's great. Yeah. But I mean, it's a good. It was a good time for all different types of music. Yeah. And you're also at that age where you're just old enough to be like, whatever it is, I can kind of get behind it and, and, and yeah. know it. And just being like, I know I'm I'm not old enough to have gone to Woodstock, but man, pretty soon I'll be old enough to oh, man. do this type of thing. The next Woodstock, I'm going to be there. Yeah. And then when I was old what? enough, I was like, oh, music festivals seem awful. Oh, my God. I'm not- <laughs> I I've, I've never been to a music festival. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been to a festival where there's music there, but a musical festival seems awful. Yeah. Uh, Anne went to the very first Lollapalooza in Chicago. Ah. And she said it was great, but she's also 21. Right. There's a clown. It's, yeah. It's 94. Okay. It's yeah, a weird it's a... alternative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but there was... Recently, maybe like two months ago, there was a, a big festival, maybe a couple hours outside of LA. Yeah. I can't even remember what it was. And all I know is that the revolution had gotten together and we're going to be there. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I want to go. And then I looked at the rest and I was like, I'm going to have to fucking sit through all these other yeah, bands. Don't do it. Yeah. Just to see the band I want to see. Yeah. The summer after I finished college, some friends of mine drove down to Tennessee for Bonnaroo and they were like, do you want to come? And I was like, you have to go to the bathroom. Where? 
so far. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I don't, I don't think We're going to so. sleep where? Yeah. How many other people True. are going to be there? Like, mm. oh, I just never even thought of that, too. So, like, because it's a music festival, the show's done. You're like, okay, I'm going to sleep on the ground. Yeah. No, fuck that. No. Even as a 20-year-old, I'm like, no. Yeah. When you're 11, you're still, you don't have those, you're not concerned about your comfort that way. Yeah. Well, you don't understand. Yeah, you don't even It just seems cool. This is what cool adults yeah. do. This is what the cool people do. Yeah. I'm going to do this. Oh, I desperately wished I could have been at Woodstock 94. Ugh. Oh, wait, the clowns are part of the show. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, they would have performers and like, it was sort of a Lollapalooza-y thing. So that's it. We're not going to watch yeah. them do the second song. <laughs> at, but. You, you paused it at the most perfect time. Yeah. Where he's just doing some acrobatics with the weird clown man. The <laughs> yeah. weird alternative dude clown. Yeah, that is definitely an alternative clown. It's a guy a wearing a clown mask, but then he's also got, he's wearing like an A shirt and then suspenders over it. Yeah. So And hipster pants. Yeah, he's like a hipster clown. Yeah, he is a hipster clown. It just drives me nuts. <laughs> It's worse. It's worse than clowns, and it's worse than hipsters. It's the worst of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, but when I was eleven in nineteen ninety four, I was like, "That's so cool. Like, that's rad. That's oh, rad. alternative, <laughs> iconoclastic lifestyle." That's the thing is, once you actually get to be cool, you're like, "Oh, Woodstock ninety four isn't cool. It's commercial bullshit." Yeah, exactly. You realize that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But when you're eleven, you're so bought into. Oh yeah. That yeah. Because you don't know any better. Yeah, and uh, but I still do like that song. That's a good song. I haven't thought of that song in a while. Yeah, uh, let's jump to 97 for your next clip. Ah, uh, yes! This is a band we both like. Yes. Which I was very surprised to learn that you like. Here's the thing. I know two of their songs really only. Yeah. And I love both of the songs so much that I'm like, I'm a fan of The Sundays. Mm-hmm. The Sundays. The Sundays. I like their early 90s stuff more than I like. And, or yeah. am familiar with this yeah. song. Yeah. So... The song that I think we bonded over was uh, Here's Where the Story Ends, mm-hmm. which uh, I think uh, a week or two ago we were talking and um, we're like, that feels like a fall song and they feel like a fall band. Yeah. And they really do. Yeah. And then like, I think this is maybe like 96 or 7? Yeah, I think so. And all of a sudden it feels like a summer song because it's a song called Summertime. It's called Summertime. Yeah. By the Sunday. And when this came out, I was like, oh, look at them. Yeah, I wasn't aware of it when it came out. I discovered the Sundays later in life. Okay. I was only aware of this, too, because I don't think I ever really heard this on the radio that much. Yeah. This was like a VH1 staple. Yes, that makes sense. But at that point, I had moved on from VH1. Okay, yes. Because I wasn't... Like, disallowed from watching MTV. I was a teenager. So you're like, yeah, exactly. I mean, this is a real, like... Are not an arty band, but like yeah, they're they're from the UK. Yes, they're uh, subdued. Yeah, this song is a lot popular than their other. It's stuff. way popular. Yeah. It's way popular than "Here's Where the Story Ends." Right, but I remember hearing this and going, "This is awesome! Yeah. This is so poppy <laughs> and summertimey." Yeah, and again, we both <coughs> professed our love for the lead singer, whose name I cannot remember. Oh, I'm blanking on it. It's something very British. Yes. It'll come to me. And just her, she's got that Susanna Hoffs vibe. Yeah. Oh, I love she this She seems a little shyer than Susanna yes, Hoffs. Yes, yes, that's true too. Yeah. I think it's the big eyes and the hair. Is it Harriet something? Harriet. 
I think it's or something like yeah, Harriet Wheeler. Oh, that's very British. Harriet Wheeler. Harriet's a great name. That's a gr- underrated name. <laughs> I love her voice. Yeah. And I think the band's great. The band's like way mellow. Yeah. The other. Uh, Here's where the story ends and Can't Be Sure is the other song. Oh, okay, yeah, I know Can't Be Sure. Yes, I just remember him when Here's Where the Story Ends and it's like, kind of like my breath was taken away by yeah. that song. And then a couple years later, Summertime, and I was like, hey, they're back and they're popular. Yeah. They, that's for me. This has that very late 90s... Um, high saturation, high contrast. Yes. Look to the way the video is. Uh, yes. And then it's got all the fruit on the walls just yeah. because. Yeah. It's summer, I guess. Um, just crank the color up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very warm looking. But I'm. But still, like, oh, we're British and shy. It's but little, yeah. This is how we celebrate it's, summertime. It's, summertime is lovely. Yeah. Um, it's, it's lovely. I. Yeah, this song just makes me so happy. Yeah. And she, uh, the funny thing, too, is after this song, I never... Yeah, they are not still a unit, and I don't yeah. think she still performs yeah. at all. Yeah. It was kind of just this brief moment in time. Yeah. But they were never superstars or anything. No, not by any means. Yeah. I think they were kind of like critics' darlings. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I I love it because I, you, it didn't hit me till you described it. it was like, oh, here's where the story ends. That feels like fall. Yeah, and I will play that in fall. Yes, I wouldn't play that in summer. Same as this, I play this in summer. I'm not you would play, play it while you're. It's a gray, windy day on an Ivy League school campus, and you're wearing a pea coat. <laughs> yes. And you're trying to take out a girl who looks exactly like Harriet Wheeler. Exactly. That's why this song is almost an anomaly. Yeah, yeah. This is not what I think of when I think of the Sundays. Yes. But it is really good. Yeah, it is. It's a great poppy, fun, sunny song. Yeah. Uh, My next video is not only a great summer song. Yep. It's the best song of (laughs) all time. I love this song. This song that, on paper, it doesn't make any sense that I like it. No, no, nor I. But I, I love this song so much. And yes. part of it is because it's, it came out. It's, get, get this, it's twenty years old this summer. This oh came out God, this 90, summer of ninety nine. Wow, the year before my senior year of high school. This was I don't I don't know if this was the summer jam of ninety nine, but it was a summer jam of ninety nine. I think it was the summer jam. This is a band from Toronto, Canada. Oh, I didn't know that. Or I'm sorry, as a friend of mine from Toronto corrected me today. Toronto, not Toronto. But oh, really? Yeah, they don't enunciate the T. No, I'm not going to stop. It's Len. The song is Steal My Sunshine. Jam. Which is such a great pop song with that great such Andrea great True connection sample. The more, more, more sample. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah. I remember this uh, the singer. The, this is there's multiple people in the group, but the two front people are a brother and sister duo. Yeah. Oh, uh, just this beginning. This is the yeah that that's from more more more. Yes. Yeah. This could not be more nineties. It's very it's summertime. So summer nineties. This reminds me of that summer so hard. Wow. I was lost in the 
And yes, and the whole video is like slow motion. Yeah. And they're on like whatever Toronto's equivalent of the Jersey Shore is. Oh, yeah. So they're on like a boardwalk. They're playing arcade games. That's and, right. Like, riding motor scooters. Uh, uh, yeah, they're it's scooters, those scooters. And, yeah. yeah. And check out, did you see this, the decal that was on the front of the... It was like, I thought it said Vice. It is. It's the Vice logo. Vice is originally out of Toronto. I had no so idea. So that's, this is our early Vice. I didn't know Vice was that old. Yeah. Vice is, is Canadian originally. Wow. I mean, this is definitely a definitive one-hit wonder. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. This is the one. I mean, I'm not even sure there was a second song released. His voice should annoy me. His should. his look should annoy me. Yeah, it's a little it's a little douchey. Yeah. And everyone loves this song too. So like the wraparound Oakley. Yes. And the, yeah. By all accounts, you should hate this song. I love it. It's a great song. Especially the verse where she sings that. Yeah. It's a and great that, that hook. I like that they're brother and sister. Yeah, it's cool. They're from Canada. Yeah. Yeah, now uh, I remember this. Mark and Sharon Costanzo. Wow. I remember this too because uh, I answered it. Uh, I answered the question on it on uh, the Rock and Roll Jeopardy. Oh so yeah, you, yeah, they asked who did steal my sunshine. Right. That I love that part. Yep. And she's so like. 90s like cute woman that you're yeah. like oh man she's awesome but like the video is so summertime with the they're doing all those yeah. summertime things this group of friends hanging out and then how it's cut on the like beach the and the, yeah playing whack-a-mole at the arcade on the boardwalk it's the most summertime video it really ever is. I just never get the slightest bit sick of this song. No. This is like my happy song. I wish I heard this more in the summer. I should play this more in the summer. Oh, yeah. Summer before senior year, man. This is the summer for your senior year in high school? Yes. Wow. This is, what, 99? Yep. This is like, oh, God, I've been in L.A. for two years. Sure, yeah. Now, according to Wikipedia, which never lies. They're always right. The structure of this song where they alternate verses was inspired by Don't You Want Me by The Human League. Okay. I mean, maybe okay. not in... Uh, not in content, but yes, form. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I wonder where they are now. They they put out an album a few years ago. Like, they got back together oh. and put out an album, but it didn't really do much. Yeah. I mean, it's hard after this. I mean, it's a, it's a very one-hit wonder. Yeah, it's, it's like a lot of a lot of one-hit wonders. You find out, oh, they actually put out another single that did chart. Yeah, so they had like two or three that, that charted. Yeah, but these these guys just no. knew it was this and that. Like, yeah, and it's also so nineties and of its time. Very nineteen ninety-nine. Yeah, yeah. It makes me realize how long ago nineteen ninety-nine. Yeah, I, I in my head it exists with that new Radicals song, which was also oh, a 1999 one. I love that song. It's not bad, but I don't love it as much as I love "Steal My Sunshine." Uh, okay, by Len. So yeah. that was the one I put in there. Like, this is the song that like I love that makes me think of summer. It makes me think of a specific summer, yeah. specific time in my life, great age. 
Yes. You know, I was 16 that summer. Yeah, it's also that senior year, you're like, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those are two key summers for me that I covered here. 94 when I was 11 and 99 when I was 16. Yeah, that works. Those, well. are, those, are, big, those are big deal summers. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, okay. Tell us about oh, your this, last clip. For my last episode. clip yeah. is the first song I, when we decided to do Summer Grab Bag, I was like, well, oh, this really? is going on. Okay. This is I don't my, know this song. This is my favorite summer song. Yeah. It is my favorite Jamiroquai song. And I okay. love Jamiroquai. I know two Jamiroquai songs. You probably know, well, Virtual Insanity. I know Virtual Insanity. And All Right. No, I know. Cosmic Girl. No. Canned Heat. Oh, Candy's he's so good. Because that's the one they used in Napoleon yes. Dynamite. And that's on the album that this one's from. Yes. Candy's my second favorite one. But I don't know this one. And I didn't know this song until much later. I didn't know it when it first came out. Oh, okay. So this is like 2000-something? Yeah, early 2000s, I think. Yeah, 2002. I discovered this maybe five years ago. Yeah, I looked up when it came out just because I put the clips in chronological yeah. order, but I didn't know otherwise. But yeah. yes. I think I might have discovered this. But you this found it five years ago? Yeah, five or six years ago. And I went... This is my favorite song by Jamiroquai. It's called uh, Seven Days in Sunny June. How did you discover it? Was it on uh, KCRW or something? No, or? I think I just looked it up on, on iTunes. I think I was, I was looking for some Jamiroquai. Yeah. And just, just randomly downloading things? Yeah, okay. it's randomly downloading things. I was like, oh, okay. I'm almost positive that's what I did. Seven Days in Sunny June? Yes. By Jamiroquai. By Jamiroquai. Now, I did not expect to hear... An acoustic guitar intro for yes. Jamiroquai. And, but you, or for a song that you like. Yes. Because you hate guitars. That's right. Well, once it kicks in, you're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. A song makes me so happy. It does feel like summer. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's got, it reminds me right away of um, Thundercat. A yeah. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. So this... I actually saved this song for yeah. the summer. Okay. So like, oh, like you won't listen to it the yeah. rest of the year. I won't listen to the rest won't of the year. Tarnish it with fall I will, or spring. No, I will not. In fact, like, because I have it on uh, my shuffle that I jog with. Yeah. If it pops up, I skip it. Mm-hmm. I will not. If someone play. else tries to play, you punch him in the mouth. That's right. If someone's in a car, I crash that car. Because <laughs> they need to fucking learn this yeah. is only in the summer. And I just, uh, this is my top Jamiroquai song. I I like him, JK. Mm-hmm. Um. They're still around. They still do stuff. Yeah. They have a bunch of albums. I love his voice. I love his vibe. I love his outfit that he's wearing. But I don't think I'd like this party. Yeah, this if they're having they're doing like a big cookout. It's here. a little too like wacky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's and a little too anyone for tennis. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's wearing a Napoleon hat and there's just a, a, yeah, a guy in a rabbit suit. It's a little try hard. Yes. It looks like a party that they did for a music video. Yeah, exactly. And not a party anyone would actually have. The Len video, like people hanging out in yes. summertime, this is what it actually looks this like. This is what it actually is. This is like a music video simulacrum yeah. of a summer party. <laughs> yes. This is not a real summer party. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm riding my bike into the pool the way people do in music videos. <laughs> it's bloody brilliant. It's, <laughs> yes, they're British fans. Yes. Uh, see, now, and I like this acoustic in this. Yeah, okay. I mean, this is very Kirk. Yes. It's This This song never not makes me... Wait, English? This song continually makes me happy whenever I hear it. Yeah. 
The Jason Mraz hat he's wearing in certain shots doesn't make me happy. <laughs> I think he pulls it off. He's one of those guys who can pull it off. <laughs> pulls it off better than Jason Mraz. Yes. Um, I like a fan boat. <laughs> I wish I, I want to... I don't I wanna, know of a fan boat like on the bayou. Yeah, it's a weird place for a fan boat, but I don't know how they do in the yes. UK. I don't know how they do in the <laughs> But, uh... Maybe fan boats are for pool parties, but he's got the fan boat like on the land. Yeah, I don't know what he's in. He's got those scooters. There's a lot going on at this party. There's too much going on. And I'm not sure I like any of it. No. I don't like being, people being pushed in pools. Because if you were just trying to like sit down and enjoy a cheeseburger and yeah. enjoy yourself, you're like, everybody relax. Just guys, yeah. okay, just, let's well, just, yeah. we got all night. Why is Ian in a panda costume? <laughs> yeah. Ian. Why? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Do we need the boat? Just yeah, the song is better than the video. Yeah, but, the song is better than the video. But the video is very summery. It is very summery. And yeah, I, uh, I I love every single moment of this song. Now, I will say, I if you had told me to guess, I would have thought that in, in terms of how the video looks and how the music sounds, I would have thought 95. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel like early 2000. No, it doesn't feel like that at all. Yeah. Yeah. It feels Which isn't like, a knock against it, but no, it's just. Yeah. It, it feels to me like very. That acid jazz that was big in yeah, the 90s. Yeah, that's right. Which is what I love. Yeah. Who's that artist from Japan that you introduced me to on uh, the show? Monday Mishiru. Yeah, it was a little bit like yeah. that to me. Yeah, it's got yeah. that vibe. Monday Mishiru. Um, take a hard left turn for our last clip. All right. This is a brand new clip that just came out either this month or last month. Oh. This from, year. From a new band uh, I'm into. Now, okay. uh, on a, an episode recently, I introduced you to an Australian punk band called Amel and the Sniffers. Yes, because I like their name. Yes. This is another great new Australian punk band. Okay. With great mullets. <laughs> called The Chats. The which Chats? Is, which is three kids who can't be older than 18. C-H-A-T-S? Yes. Chats. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And this is a song, this is their newest single uh, that they just put out called Pub Feed. Pub, oh, it's I like about, It's about eating pub, like, bar food, essentially. Because their music is very, uh, remember when we did our punk episode and we watched that clip of an interview with the, those kids from New York who started Punk Magazine? Yeah, yeah. And how I discussed the difference between, like, American punks and English punks. Yes. In 1977, where American punks were just like sloppy kids who ate fast food and loved beer and yeah. that was their vibe as opposed to like the safety pins and the and the yes. Vivian Westwood yes. fashion and this and the snottiness. The chats are very that early American like they just like beer and collecting their unemployment checks. <laughs> and this video to me is very summer, but in the way I describe where it's like they're just in an air conditioned bar and eating bad food and like celebrating it. Oh, this is interesting. So this looks a lot like actual summer to me. I and you'll hate this music, but I love it. Okay, I'm sure I will hate this music. Yeah, but I'm I'm very fascinated it's, by it. It's also the most Aussie thing you'll ever see. These three bogans. <laughs> oh yeah, look at them on a bicycle built for three. <laughs> I I, so I don't hate this right now. No. Oh, now I don't. <laughs> He's got not just a mullet, but like a bowl cut. There's so much going on with that haircut. Yeah. That 
I'm assuming that's just like, hey, this is my fucking style. Fuck you if you don't yes, like it. Yeah. But I'm also like, wait, did you just cut this for the video as a joke? No, because he always has that. He always has. Yeah, okay, yeah, then yeah. he's 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 embracing it. Then. Yeah, but I think they're probably like seventeen. Okay, yeah, so they can do what they want. Um, yeah, like t-shirts, shorts, and yeah. flip flops with socks. Yeah, it's very like. Um, bogan is is the Aussie slang word for basically like white trashy, yeah, douchey guys, uh-huh. and, and that's what they are. Yeah, like, I can see that. That's a good word for them. Very proudly working class Aussie kids. Yes, very. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh wow. This does feel very summer. Yeah. Very much so. Not the not the summer you fantasize about having, no. but the one you actually no. have with your this friends. This isn't the summer I want, yeah. but this is the summer you get. Just going to the bar and like eating fries. <laughs> yeah, eating fries and drinking beer. But also being good with it. Yeah. And looking forward to it. Yeah. Why is he so mad? <laughs> he's, he's, he's eating the food he wanted. I love that guy. <laughs> the big dude who's just kind of like, whatever. Oh, this is so funny. I like the drummer because the drummer has no like acting a bit. Like the front man, like is selling it. He's yeah, giving he's you doing like a, punk he's face doing a punk bit. He's having fun. He's got yeah. a persona. And the other two guys are like just his buddies. Yeah. Oh, beer and cigarettes, cigarettes. in the summer. <laughs> oh my god. I've been listening to this song like nonstop That's for six weeks. So funny! It's so good. It's you know like what? so gloriously dumb. Yeah. Which is a part of summer. Summer should yeah. be dumb, and it's a part of rock and roll. Yeah. You know what? The drummer is the best. Yeah. <laughs> he's wearing a Foster's T-shirt. Yeah, and he's just kind of like, are we? Is this? Are we on? Am I yeah. on camera? Am he's I so this? guileless. And yes. Just like, yes. <laughs> good word. Yeah. <laughs> just these these. Dumb idiots. Yeah, socks or sandals. That's to me like this is the ideal rock and roll band. <laughs> this is the best that rock music can be. This is it right here. You know what I'm gonna ask you. What? How'd you find them? Uh probably just trolling Bandcamp. Oh, okay. Like I like to just look for new music on Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. But they've actually been popping. They've been getting some attention. They're gonna be in LA in June or July or something like that. I'll go see him. You want to go see him? You want to go see the chats? No. I'm going to see Emma and the Sniffers too. They're both here like the same week. In fact, I think it's one night after another in two different venues. Coincidentally, these two Aussie punk bands are playing. There's so much great punk music coming out of Australia lately, honestly. Paul, it's a a big week for you. Yeah, I want to... You know I don't really go see live music. But I kind of want to go see both shows. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. The only with this band, especially like both of them, but especially this one, I'm gonna be like the old guy at the show. Oh, by far, <laughs> it'll be a bunch of teenagers. Yeah, you might only need but, to be you know eighteen, what? but I hope so. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, all smoking cigarettes, <laughs> just throwing away their health and their yeah. lives because who cares? They're gonna live forever. It doesn't matter. It's summer, we're young. We can do what we want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, 
But that's it for this episode of Music Raygun. Thanks for listening. Music Raygun is hosted by me, Paul Champanelli. And me, Kirk Pinchon. Our theme music is by Bagweed. Our credits music is Raygun by Bad Bad Not Good and Ghostface Killer. If you liked our show, please take a moment to rate it and review it on your favorite podcast app. It'll help other people find us. And if you know someone who might like Music Raygun, please tell them about it because word of mouth is the best way to share the show. Until next time, see ya! Yeah.